Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard Flight 785. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is, huh? What Anybody? day is it? What day is it? It is Flight 785. It is Wednesday. Once again, folks, it is Wednesday. Welcome to the show, Flight 785. My name is Kenyan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate, and I am here with my lovely wife, Carrie. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Current time is 5.25 a.m. on February 2nd. 2022 two, 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 Carrie. Did you were, were you realizing that? Were you realizing that at all? Yes, I've been typing it for the last couple weeks. No, no, you haven't been typing that. Today is the second I have. month when I of schedule appointments. Second... I do. Oh, really? Okay, outstanding. And, and then there's o two 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 o two two. What? What? You know, February 22nd of okay. 2022. Okay, okay I understand. <laughs> guys, welcome aboard, guys. If this is your first time listening, hit the subscribe button. Check me out on my socials, Flight785, on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, Flight785. It is just that easy. And shoot me a note, Flight785podcast at gmail.com if you want to chop it up, guys. It's just that easy. So, Carrie, uh, Let's just talk about what we have been watching. Yes, Kenan. What have we been watching? What have uh, we been watching today, Carrie? We talk started to, to watch Promised Land. Promised Land. Promised Land. It's about a uh, Hispanic family in okay. California. In California. Yeah, I think they escaped uh, Mexico. Okay, doing some winemaking, right? Yeah. Right now, right now, I'm not totally sold on Promised Land. It's a little slow, but yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not sold. What I think is, is you don't like to flip back and forth from the past and the future. That confuses you. Once they get settled in, then you're good to go. Well, thank you for telling me what confuses me. <laughs> and what else? We finished Yellowstone, sure to correct? help you out. We finished Yellowstone, oh, right? yes. We finished Yellowstone. Finished Yellowstone. And that was, I'm still not sold on Yellowstone, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> and 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 you're trying to watch 1883, but I'm not feeling it. I've seen enough. I have seen I, I, I want to see the backstory. There again, you don't want to see the backstory. Yeah, I don't want to see the backstory. I, I absolutely don't. Guys, so very... am I the past and you're the future? Well, I don't know about that. But what <laughs> I will tell you is I like what I like, and I do not like that. So, guys, at the very top of the show, I always give you guys the flight plan of what we're going to be talking about. So, what we're going to be talking about is, guys, I've got terrible news. My Valentine's Day plans got scrapped. We're also going to talk about virtual reality in Russia, and we're going to talk about cat news. You know, it's been a while since we've revisited cats. Everybody knows I don't like cats. So we will revisit cat news and see what's going on with cats. And guys, at the very beginning of the show, I always tell you that I have diplomatic immunity. 
what that means is I can say what I wish to say without any fears of reprisals or repercussions. So don't get mad at me, guys. Don't get mad at me. Don't email the show. Don't hit me up on Instagram with your First displeasure. You said to Diplomatic tell you immunity. To email okay. you, and now you're saying not to no, email whenever is, you want I'm, and say whatever you no, want. What you is, all have diplomatic immunity too. No, what I'm saying he, is he doesn't uh, rule the world. No, what I'm saying <laughs> is that. I want the positive things sent to me, okay? Don't send me anything that you're upset, okay? There okay, might yeah. be some things you might need to rectify. You know what? I'm not rectifying anything. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity, Carrie. That's just how we do it. And then we get into Abby is not right. And in a twist, guys, Carrie is doing the Abby is not right for this week. And she's also doing the learn something, right? Well, we got to yes. learn something. So learn something went on a little bit of a tangent, but it's about, I I, I was researching when did art begin? So okay. we're going to learn a little about the Neolithic age and pottery. The Neolithic age. Okay. Yes. All right. Sounds like fan. See, uh, what I'm thinking, learn something. What I'm thinking is uh, probably runtime. Probably let's shoot for about 35 minutes. We'll see what happens, guys. We will see what happens. Give or take a, a few, you know. Carrie. Yes. You know, every now and again, you get a hankering for Taco Bell. Is that correct? As of like yesterday, the day before, right? Well, I... I Yes. Specifically, I don't like anything at Taco Bell except for the Mexican pizza. The yes. meat tastes a little weird. Yes. Well, but I can stomach it in the Mexican pizza. Okay. But they no longer make it. Well, here's what's going on. Taco Bell is rolling out what is arguably the tastiest subscription service yet. It is Daily Tacos. Can you believe it, Carrie? Taco Bell has a subscription service for $10 a month. Taco Bell customers can get one taco per day for 30 consecutive days, Gary. What say you? 30 consecutive days for $10 a month, okay? And a variety of tacos are included in the subscription, okay? You can get a soft taco, spicy potato, soft taco, crunchy tacos, and it's Doritos Locos. What do you think? Well, what I'm envisioning yes. is my coworkers are sitting at their desk and then a delivery man delivers a taco for their 15-minute break. Well, you know what? That could happen. That that could happen. <laughs> but for $10 a month, I need to know, are you participating in the Taco Lovers Pass? No. You get one rather... free taco a day for 30 freaking days. I'd $10 a month. I'd rather make my own tacos four times a month and have as many as I want in the one setting. Well, you know what Taco Bell wants? They want you to do this Taco Lover's Pass, you know, using the app and you go into the store. You're not just going to order. Does it include breakfast burritos? It, it does not. No. Uh, it is what they call a Taco Lover's Pass. That, that okay? is it's something not a burrito. else Listen, it's not I a will eat is the breakfast burrito. It's not a burrito lover's pass. It is a Taco Lover's Pass, Carrie. Will you be going? Yes or no? A burrito and a taco are the same. Moving on. Moving <laughs> on, Carrie. No, they are not. So you will not be attending. Okay, outstanding. Outstanding. We're going to move on, guys. We are going to move on. Russia. Carrie in Russia. Yes. Okay, so here's what's going on in Russia, okay? A farm just outside of Moscow is testing virtual reality glasses for its cows. It says in an effort to increase <laughs> the quantity and quality of the milk produced oh hell no the ministry i'm about this okay the ministry is saying that studies have shown that cows environmental conditions 
can impact the milk produced, specifically improving its quality or increasing its quantity. So a team of developers, with the help of veterinarians and consultants for dairy production, made some oversized virtual reality glasses for cows. They adapted the human versions to account for cows' different head shapes and eyesight. Okay? Uh And what are the cows experiencing with these virtual reality glasses? I don't know. I want to know. A wild, expansive field beneath the summer sun, which is a cow's virtual paradise. I'm sure it is. So far, it's unclear if the glasses have helped milk production. Further study will be needed for that. But a first test did reveal a decrease in anxiety and an increase in the emotional mood of the herd, is what the press release said. So my question for you, Carrie, is what is your take on virtual reality? Well, this is... Virtual reality in general? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Or um, virtual reality with cows. What is your take on it? I need to know. Please oh, be gosh. Please be pacific. This is like a two-ended question. So virtual reality is yes. fine for yes. maybe like an hour a day. So I would okay. limit their screen time. Okay. Outstanding. Especially the cows. So we will revisit that uh, later on and find out if these cows are producing more right. milk. But... You know, mentally, it's not healthy for, uh, what do you call it, humans to do screen time because they're not living in reality. So I would assume that the cattle would be the same. But have you ever driven past a flock of or a herd of cattle? (laughs) I I will tell you right now, I have never walked by... Driven thought, by a what flock. are those cows thinking? <laughs> you know, I've never done that. I've never seen a flock of cows or not a, a flock. Oh, a herd. Oh, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> uh, we no. just got done watching Yellowstone. We should know. <laughs> no, I do not ever drive by them and ask, think to myself, what are they thinking? They're just at all. sitting there grazing. Yes, you know, they've They're got living to their have. Best life. They've got to have a lot on their mind. I would think. No, they don't have anything <laughs> on their mind other than grazing the grass, Carrie. That's all they're I thinking I really about. like to think that every animal has a good-sized brain. Every... They've survived this long. <laughs> uh-huh, yes, yes. Anyway. You know what? <laughs> okay, we need to so move on. So maybe by these virtual glasses, we're making our cows more intelligent. I don't know. In I... turn, we'll make our milk make us more intelligent okay you know what (laughs) pete is coming down i I don't think that's i don't think that's the way it works i don't think that's the way it works at all you know you you have me do this in the morning yes (laughs) what's the problem with that what's the problem with that my mind's my mind's still wondering i'm not focused okay i understand i understand (laughs) but i've got some terrible news carrie terrible news what's your name my valentine's day plans got scrapped and here's no, I don't think they have. Here's what it is, okay? Anyone looking forward, such as myself, to a romantic night out at the annual White Castle Valentine's Day event will be disappointed this year. The company announced in a press release that its restaurants will forego the fine dining experience it has offered in previous years. Because of oh, the recent shoot. because of the recent spikes of COVID cases across the country, White Castle has chosen to go the no-contact route by offering a love cube to customers for delivery or carryout. Nothing says I love you more than a cube. So, it is a love cube they are giving you, okay? And a love cube consists of eight cheese sliders, two small soft drinks, and a choice of two shareable sides, 
all going for $14.99. It will only be available on February 14th while supplies last. Okay. So here's the deal. Okay. Well, that's good because I wanted a steak and shrimp. Uh, well, cube. no, thank no, you. No, no, White Castle. Okay, yeah, White you, Castle. You can go to the local steakhouse and get the steak and shrimp cube. No, no, back for in the 14 day. No, no, back in the day, <laughs> White Castle would do a dining, a fine dining experience on Valentine's Day, where you would have a server. It'd be table side, so you'd have a server just like at a fine dining restaurant. You would go there, you would sit down. The server would Wh- come, would that take button? your order. I don't need none of that. that no, it's not. Listen, the button is not. I don't need none of that. Okay, the button is. Ain't nobody got time for that. that but no, no, not that one. I need to take you out back or something. I need to take you out back. What? What are you talking about? I need to take you out back. Yeah. Oh my. Nope, George, not that one. George Takai. Listen, I don't know what's going I on. I need with to my... start working these buttons. Let me tell cause... you something. Let me tell you something. My engineer that I have working right now, I don't think he we have a... I need to take you outside. We're to... not doing any White Castle. Oh, so I know what you're talking about. You're talking about... Catch me outside. How about that? Thank you. Listen, here's Finally, the deal. Finally, we got it right. Listen, I'm going to take you out back. Okay, I'm going to... Catch me outside. How about that? Listen, here's we're, the deal. We're, we're not doing White Castle for Here's Valentine's the deal. That was we're my... We're doing valen- our original tradition. My original... My Valentine's plan for this year, Carrie, was for fine dining at the White Castle. Okay? That was the plan. And now White Castle has just dashed my plans. What say you, Carrie? What am I going to do now that I was going to take you... My plans are scrapped, Gary. My plans are scrapped. That wasn't the plan. We already have it on the calendar, what we're doing. I am highly upset with White Castle. We're having steak and shrimp and possibly lobster. It's not too expensive this year. if, If you look at it in a roundabout type of way, you know, White Castle is steak if you think about it. It is steak, okay? It is. I think I've only eaten White Castle once, and it was after midnight, after going to Worlds the Fun okay. in Kansas City. Yes. And uh, what happened? I, I don't believe I liked it. I think it was given to me with onions on it and cheese. And, yes. Ugh. Yes. Yes. White <laughs> Castle's outstanding. And it was then. It was nothing like McDonald's. Well, the problem with White Castle is they don't give you a lot. They're, they're sliders. So there is not a lot of food. As so, a 70s child, everything compares to McDonald's. Yeah. So when you roll into White Castle, you know what I say? Where's the beef? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I do, guys. That isn't that burger. I get, no, I go into White Castle and I say, Where's the beef? That's yeah, what I say. Did, okay. Did burger no, I believe that was uh, Wendy's. It was Wendy's. Oh, was it? Yes, it was Wendy's. <laughs> Either way. Why is the beef? Anyway, we know we're going to move on. I don't, on. I don't follow ridiculous. my fast food fellow. <laughs> you know what? That's disrespectful. That That is disrespectful, okay? I'm, so more, I, I'm more Olive Garden girl. <laughs> Olive Garden, that French restaurant, uh, or that Italian restaurant. You know, when I roll up in the wild, White Castle, I roll up in there, I order one, and then I say. Another one. And another one. And another one. Another one. And another That's one. what I say. I want another one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So guess what, guys? So Next they mo- must be sliders. But yeah, they are. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. The story out. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Fifteen minutes in, Gary. We started at five twenty-five. It is five forty. I said they were sliders. I don't we're function until after seven a.m. You know what? We're gonna move on. This is this is ridiculous. You're on board flight seven eight five. So, Gary, you guys know, and everyone knows that I am not a big fan of cats. Okay, we all know that. Right. I'm not a big fan of cats, but guess what? 
there is a new study out. Okay, there is a new study, and I it can't says, wait. Are cats psychopaths? New researchers say probably. Oh hell no! I was right all along, guys. I was right. Let all me guess. Along. A team of specialists have observed. Well, it says, "Have you ever wondered what was on a cat's mind?" Well, a new no, study suggests. You? Well, a new. Okay, this is not interactive. Okay, <laughs> I'm just. I'm just reading the story, please. Oh. Okay, have you? This is ridiculous. You know what? This is ridiculous, Gary. Okay, <laughs> just stay with me. Okay, it's a question stay, and stay, answer. Stay, You're there stay, for the stay, interview. Stay with me, okay? Have you? Let's reset that. Have you ever wondered what's on your cat's mind? Well, a new study suggests that it may be something a little darker than we like to think. Researchers at the University of Liverpool and Liverpool John Moores University surveyed pet owners to see what level of psychopathy their cats landed on based on human standards. What they found was that the majority of cats surveyed fell under or they fell under the spectrum of psychopathy. So to narrow down how a cat could be considered a psychopath, researchers, blah, 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 550 cats, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, cats check the boxes of human unfriendliness and pet unfriendliness. Okay? Okay. So that's what it's saying. Okay? Cats are psychopaths. Okay? And, you know, I've got a friend. I've got a friend named Amy. She lives in Nebraska. And she posted... She said that cats are not bad. She's a good, you know, uh-huh. she's a big cat person. And I will tell you this, AB in Nebraska, cats are terrible. Diplomatic immunity. I said what I said. New Year, say me. Okay. So, yes. I had a patient last week. Okay. Tell me I was just wonderful and I needed to remind you of it. If he said, if you have a husband, you need to let him know you're just wonderful. Then he went on to tell me yes. that he has 40 cats and one of his cats named, oh, what was it? Named? Mittens? No, I think okay. it was named Angel. Okay. He said, and she is an angel and she knows 16 human words. Is that right? Yes. And okay. he was going to tell me all the 16, but I did yes. not have time. Yes, yes. <laughs> So, but he did not say that his cat was crazy. No, he says that cats have a bad rap. Okay. But there are cats that are just angels and they save people's lives. Oh, really? Yes. How about we put it this way? I've never heard of any cat saving any anyone's lives. I can remember like 30 years ago, you cuddling up to a cat and I, just petting uh, and petting them and allowing them to sleep with you. I absolutely did not. That cat's name was Butch. Don't you put that. He was your buddy. No, he was not. Let me tell you about cats, okay? <laughs> me, you guys can't see his face. Let me tell you about he's, cats. He's not telling the truth. No, I am telling the truth, okay? Let he had you. a buddy named Butch. I did not have a, you know what, that does not sound right. <laughs> oh my. George Akai, you get the hell out of the studio. It's 543, okay? We're not talking about a buddy named Butch. Oh it gave my. him comfort okay, and sympathy uh, okay, back listen. in 1993. Uh, okay, listen, you know what? <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for this. We're not talking about this, okay? We're not talking about Guys, this. he's getting all hot we're, we're bothered. He's about, scratching his scruff. We're not talking about <laughs> Butch giving me comfort in the middle of 1993, okay? Oh, my. So yeah. he's telling the truth. No, I am not, okay? <laughs> I am not. You know what, cats, I do not like. I don't like Sylvester, okay? Tom from Tom and Jerry, okay? Don't like him. How can you 
talking okay. about like Tom from Tom and Jerry. The cat in the hat. Okay, Garfield. I'm for Tom, not that, Jerry. That, Jerry's a little sneaky that, shyster. No, no, the Cheshire cat in Alice in Wonderland. Osriel, remember Gargamel's cat? Osriel, don't like him. Don't like Mr. Bigglesworth. Well, Osriel is better than okay. Gargamel. I don't like any of them. Okay, I what don't like Garfield? it. The only two cats that I mess with is Puss in Boots and Heathcliff. Okay, I said what, about, no, what I said. Heathcliff is nothing. It's Garfield that's something. No, yeah. no, I, I do not like. Heathcliff is the knockoff Garfield. No, 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 don't say that about Heathcliff, okay? <laughs> okay, Garfield just sits around and eats lasagna, okay? That's all he does, okay? That's One all of the Garfield's pastas in the world. Okay, you know what? We're moving on. <laughs> you know what? We are moving He's got on. some intelligence. Okay. Not crazy, okay, though. This is ridiculous. Uh, you know what? It's time to get into learn something, Gary. Are we ready to get into learn something? I am something? very ready to learn something. Are you ready to I'm learn ready. something? I'm ready. Okay. Let's go. What do we got? So when I went down this rabbit hole, yes. I went to where, wh- whom, or when did art begin, right? Yes. When did art begin? And it seems to be, it was in the Neolithic age. Okay. And it really focused on pottery. All right. So if do you know when the Neolithic age is? Um, 1965. No. Okay. 10,000 BCE. Oh, I was close. <laughs> so the Neolithic period is yes. between the late Stone Age yes. and the New Stone Age. All right. So somewhere between the Stone Age, okay. right? Yes. No. <laughs> yes, I got Since you. we're going on cartoons. So, All right. According to the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica, yes. you remember those? I do. I have some. Well, now they're on the computer. Well, I'm not using them. I'm <laughs> using the ones that are right now there in my study. Encyclopedia gotcha. Britannica. They're a little out to date. Yes. But it was the cultural evolution. The Neolithic Age was known as the cultural evolution. It was also the beginning of technological development among prehistoric humans. Okay. The, it was the beginning of stone tools that were shaped by polishing and grinding. Okay. It was also the time that plants and animals became domesticated. Is that so right? this is when we started to think, how do the cows fill? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We started to plant plants in our backyard instead of foraging in the forest. Okay. Uh, yeah. And permanent villages were established and crafts of pottery and weaving started to appear. So during the time this time humans started raising crops, livestock and grew away from hunting, fishing and wild plant gathering. Okay. This is also the time period where cereal grains began. All right. Uh since less time was spent hunting and gathering and more time was spent, you know, making specialized crafts. Yes. Um one of the big crafts that was started was the terracotta pottery. And it was made with geometric design and became popular and had uh, animal shapes in it, too. Alrighty. Now, you know yes. why I'm going down this rabbit hole with the pottery. Because I love to do ceramics and create pottery. Yes. But when I do, I'm not real big about sculptures. When I make something, I want to make it... Um, Yes. Useful. Okay. You know, I it, it needs a use or a purpose. Yes. You and, just don't want to get something that's just... Yeah, I'm not into making statues or something that's right. just for looks. It, right. It needs to have a purpose or a use. Okay. That, that's what I think. Yes. Sometimes, you know, art, other art sculptures are fine. But yes. I'm, I'm more into the practical. All right. So, <clears throat> yes. excuse me. Uh, fun fact. 
tooth decay. Yes. Since we went into uh, learn something about teeth. Yes. The tooth decay became more prevalent during this time because the terracotta pots allowed food to be boiled and the food tended to be more mushy versus grainy. And mushy sticks to your teeth longer than grainy. Yes, absolutely. And the grains will, it, it does like a scrubbing function and, you know, right. takes the right. ba- bacteria and plaque off your teeth. So yes. this led to more. Tooth decay. Tooth decay. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, the pottery will came about shortly after the 6,000-4,000 BCE in Mesopotamia. Okay. And the pottery will was used to have more smooth and symmetrical shapes versus hand building. Okay. Um, the pottery will. Yes. So how many types of clay do you think there are? How many types of clay? Yes. Um... You know what? I have no idea. Okay. There's three types of clay, and I just want to leave a little education in this pottery yes. uh, history. Tell me about so the three types of clay. So there's earthenware. Earthenware, okay. And it's made out of small bits of rocks and sand that okay. are found moving in water, and they have a lot of minerals. Okay. Um, this, this type of clay fires at a low temperature, and it tends to look white and gray. All right. Then there's stoneware. And it's more durable and hard clay that requires slightly harder, hi- higher temperatures. The stoneware right. tends to look more tan and dark. So this would be more of your terracotta. Okay. And then there's the canola clay. Canola. Yes. It's known as China clay because it's... Um, it's uh, smooth, like it's used for porcelain dishes and things. Okay. And it fires at the highest temperature. Is that right? So let me tell you something. Yes. When you're working with clay. Yes. That that porcelain clay is the hardest clay to work with. It because is. Because it's smoother. So it, it tears and it breaks more easily. I see. So it's, it's very delicate. So clay... Is not considered pottery until you heat it. Okay. Um, and then when you heat it, it becomes waterproof. But if you don't fire it and heat it, yes, it, it will just turn back into clay or mud. Okay. And um, just a little fun fact: clay is made of three things. Do you know what three things they are made of? I do not. And it comes from the dirt of the earth. And then when you dry it out and heat it, like I said, it becomes solid. But clay is made of silica, magnesia, and water. Oh, very nice. Yes. Very nice. Fantastic. We have learned about clay. So, guys, it is time to move into Abby is Not Right, the portion of the show where I grab a story from one of the interwebs, one of the advice columns, and we chop it up. And Carrie is getting... getting Ready to do the Abby's Not Right? Right, Carrie? Are you ready? ready. Are you ready? You're going to get to do it this week? Outstanding. What do we got? And this is uh, by Miss Manners. Oh, Miss Manners. We're going to give Miss Manners a shout out this week. All right. I I decided to choose the story because it seems like my co-host here keeps choosing stories that uh, get me really fired up. It's really fired up. <laughs> yes. So you're gonna do a story now. Yes. Granted, I have not. I do not know what we're talking about here. You as far have as this no one. idea. So you know, I will have carte blanche on you know deciding whether we need to keep this or not. But please what? continue. 
I've never heard that word. Carte blanche? No. Well, you know, is I that did, a public school? Word? I did go to a public school. Okay, <laughs> shout out to. Salida. Are you using that correctly? <laughs> shout out to Salida South High School. Yes, please continue, Carrie. Please. Okay, so a host miffled over guests' plans for leftovers. You ready okay. for this? I am. So, dear Miss Manners, my wife and I had a couple. Over for dinner. Longtime friends of ours, I prepared filet mignon and served one to each person. All right. As always, we enjoyed their company and shared the meal. Oh, very nice. The woman of the couple did not completely finish her filet mignon, which I understand. However, after she finished eating, she said, Oh, Fido is going to enjoy this. Fido being their dog and this being the leftover filet mignon. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Please continue. I am so irritated for these reasons. By inviting them to dinner, we implicitly agreed to feed them, not their dog. Two, a statement like this steak was very good, but I cannot eat it all. It is okay if I take it home for lunch tomorrow. That would have been acceptable. But three, my wife and I have our own dog who would have enjoyed the leftover steak. My wife does not condone my reasons for finding our guest statement irritating. She believes that once the food is on a guest plate, it is the guest's, it is the guest's food to do with as he or she wishes. Who has dibs over leftover steak? If the leftovers are the guests, it is appropriate for the guests to state that it will become dog food. Does the concept of doggy bag exist outside of restaurants? All right. Outstanding. What are your thoughts? <laughs> we don't want to know what Miss Manners thinks. No, we want to know what you think. Okay. This is what I think. So the couple invites another couple over. Okay? Yes. They make filet mignon. Okay. The wife cannot finish her filet mignon. Right. And so she says that she is going to give the leftover filet mignon to the family dog. Right. Okay. What I think is, I think that that gentleman that was upset needs to mind his own business. So if some, if you bought, I don't know. Wagyu 20, steak. $20 make, steaks. Okay. Per person. Okay. And they said they wanted to take it home to yes. their dog. Yes. They're completely okay with it. I'm completely okay with it. You know why? Because it was given to them. Okay. It touched their plate. I don't want well, my dog to have their germs. Well, it doesn't matter that it touched it. I mean, it means it was given to them. Okay. That's their food. You are, they are your guests. Okay. Right. It is up to them to use, they have, if you will, carte blanche on what they want to do with that. Okay. I, I just don't want my dog to have their germs. Well, either way, either way, <laughs> I believe that that guy should mind his own business. So, what say you? What does right. Miss so Manners have to say? She says, gentle reader. Gentle reader. Okay. <laughs> yes, it exists as a euphemism. Apparently, you would feel better knowing that the lady planned to eat it herself, which may well have been the case. That is the understanding at restaurants where the food has been brought to the customer. But after the holiday season, where fighting over leftovers seems to have become a major social sport. Yes. So. Miss Manners refuses to continue with issues concerning food left on individual plates. Please consider that having specifically given this food to your guest, you have no further interest in its destination. Exactly. Mind your own business. Okay? 
mind your own business. <laughs> okay, outstanding. I, yeah. what, what say you on this, Carrie? What say I, I told you? you, like it's already on their plate. They can have it. I don't want my dog having their germs. It's fine. nothing like that. No. Even though my dog probably licked them on the mouth as they walked in the okay. door. <laughs> okay, you know what? This is ridiculous. Our dog's a licker. Okay, let's just you know, put it okay. out there. You know what? You know what? You just put all Jackson's <laughs> business out of the street. We, we okay? love him, yes. but he's got a licking issue. <laughs> oh my. George Takai, stop it. So we need to limit his Okay, exposure. okay, we're not going to talk about this, okay? We're not going to talk about the family dogs. I, I thought issues, we were okay? into the psychological we're status on. of cows, cats, on. and dogs. We're moving on. <laughs> Guys, we are running out of time. Guys, I just want to say thank you for showing up. Carrie, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's early in the morning. Current time, 5.57. We burned through this show very quickly on Wednesday, February 2nd. Do you have any final thoughts, Carrie? Any final thoughts? Yes. Thank, thank you for letting me do the Abby is not right. <laughs> you know what? No problem. No problem. Guys, I'm going to leave you with this. It is important to realize that right now you are living inside one of your answered prayers while you wait for your next one. And that's real talk, guys. Blue skies and a tailwind. We will see you guys in two weeks. We love y'all. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs>